It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? This is your host, Real Ed Oliver, with my guy, Brandon Scott. The Wizards lose to the Pelicans 132 to 112. They're on a three-game losing streak. We're talking about why and how the Wizards lost. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's PricePicks.com, promo code Locked On. All right, Brandon. Um, what was your major takeaways from this game? What was the biggest reason? What was the what were the biggest reasons why the Wizards lost by 20 points to the Pelicans at home? Well, where do we start? Turnovers, man. Second <laughs> second game in a row, man, where we're having issues with turnovers. Same amount, too. 20 turnovers. 20 turnovers. You know, we, we mentioned it before, man, that they, they you know, these their passes are choreographed, man. You know, they just, it's very slow, <laughs> you know, the choreographed passes, and, and it came to bite them again tonight, man. Um, 20 turnovers. And if you look at the, the Pelicans, man, they, they capitalize off the turnovers. You know, you look, 39 points off turnovers. So, I mean, the tail of the tape tells you all you need to know as far as why we lost this game. 20 turnovers. Um, 30, and they, like I said, they capitalized on 39 points off of turnovers. So, um, points in the paint. You know, 74 points in the paint. They dominated the paint. Valachunas, again, is a uh, Wizards killer, and he, again, showed us why he's a Wizards killer. He completely shut the paint down, out-muscle Gav, out-muscle KP. So, you know, just that's a, that's the two biggest reasons. You can't, you know, you got ball, ball security. You know, they say it in football, man, ball security. You know, the, the lack of ball security on this team is just, it shows we, at time and time again, we shoot ourselves in the foot. And again, you know, the Pelicans, they took over 39, 39 points, capitalizing off turnovers. Um, A couple turnovers I want to bring up. Um, Looking at the first quarter, when we were actually tied with them, uh, two straight turnovers led um, to them taking a 24 to 20 lead, which was... What was it? Uh, trying to look. Uh, one was Kispert trying to pass the ball to KP, where it's easily intercepted. And I'm trying to look at my notes and see the first one. But, you know, the, the, those two turnovers led in, the, in the first quarter led to them taking a 24 to 20 lead. And it's just, you know, and it's time and time again, just the passing is an issue. The, the ball movement is, is, is sloppy. 
and teams are taking advantage of it. The Pelicans, they they, they push the pace. That was another thing um, I got out of the game is they push the pace. They push the pace tonight. They, they, they led the way with transition. So, look, this has to be shored up. The turnovers have to stop. This is sloppy basketball. And overall, you know, from, from you know, an outside looking in, there was no passion. There was no fight. There was no dog. It was just, you know, they, they didn't care. It was just it was very sloppy basketball. So, if I had to pinpoint one reason why we lost this game, easily, turnovers killed us. Turnovers killed us. 110%. Um, a lot of fast break points were given up. You look at the numbers, and the Pelicans had um, 27. They had 27 pa- uh, fast break points. Um, they also had, looking at the points off turnovers, they had 39. That's ridiculous. Almost 40 points off turnovers. And they also had uh, 74 points in the paint. So the Wizards gave up 74 points in the paint. Just a formula to lose. Um, every time we play a center or a big man that's strong, uh, they can push people around. Joel Embiid, Giannis, they get their career highs or they, they just have big games. Um, Giannis having 55, Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis 55. Now Giannis Valanciunas, looking at his numbers as well. I know he had uh, a double-double easily, 27 points and 12 boards. Just no resistance. Um, you know, Gaff and KP, they're, you know, they're, they're leaner bigs. They're thin bigs, and it, they just get pushed around by, by guys. Um, and something's got to give. They just – they, we didn't defend tonight. We didn't get back on defense. Once again, transition defense. Uh, we started off hot, though. We were up 7-0, seven to, seven to zero, 10 to 10-1 at one point in the first quarter. Next thing you know, CJ McCollum, he wakes up. He hits a couple of pull-up threes. He's pushing the pace. Uh, a one-man fast break. We don't get back on defense. We don't stop penetration. Um, it, it's just the Wizards losing formula. Same thing with the Thunder game. Same exact thing. Not getting back on defense. Not rebounding the ball, not getting stops. It's the same formula for a loss. Um, I thought Kuzma did get some effort, but you know he's forced to handle the ball and try to get to the paint. Um, and the refs, they're waiting for him to call. They're waiting. They're they're literally watching Kuz and they're waiting to call offensive foul. Or they're waiting to call a travel a couple of times. And we've seen this throughout the season. They're waiting to call a travel on him. They're waiting to call an offensive foul. Um, he has to realize to, to when to slow down. I know he's trying to force and push the issue. But that's that's just how you foul out. There's the one time where he, he inadvertently accidentally threw the elbow and got a, a flagrant foul or a technical foul. He was frustrated. He walked to the locker room. The loss is not his fault, uh, but he, he just has to realize this and, and slow down because, you know, I know he's trying to create offense and, and step up and be somewhat of a point guard or point forward since we don't have, you know, a lot of guys that can get into the paint. Um, he just has to understand that. that that's just what referees are calling. Um, so yeah, just overall, just another underwhelming game for the Wizards. Very disappointing. I know we both uh picked them to win this game. Um, and you know, I thought they were gonna play better at home with this homestand coming up, but and they actually did shoot the ball better. They shot the ball better from the three-point line. Corey Kisper had one of his best games of the season, hit five threes tonight. But it's not enough when you can't get back on defense and you can't stop Giannis Valanciunas from scoring easy layups or getting dunks or um Devontae Graham getting to the basket. Other guys get into the basket. Najee Marshall, um, Trey Murphy ca- catching alley-oops as well in transition. Um, it's just a formula for a loss. And, and like you said, they, I thought they came out flat. There was not a lot of energy, similar to the Thunder game where they got blown out. They were down by 22 at one point. It was looking really ugly at home. So um, the Wizards, they got a lot of soul-searching to do if they want to win games, if they actually want to make the play-in. Um, and I know a lot of people keep asking us, should they, should they just trade everybody and in, 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 in sell? 
when they play like this, then yes. You know, when I when I see them play like this, then yes, they 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 might as well go ahead and sell everybody and trade everybody while they can while their value is high. Look, sell the farm. <laughs> Look, if, if you're gonna come out flat like this against a contending team, I mean, because there's no passion. Oh, and I forgot man. to say, yeah, no Zion, no Brandon Ingram. I know there's no Bill. Yeah, but imagine if Zion played tonight, he would have, have forty. He would have forty. Brandon Ingram would have had 25, 30. I mean, there's no passions. Nobody cares. I mean, if you look at Kuz, Kuz had, I mean, he had a bad day, man, because he, he saw the tech where he kind of threw the ball at the referee. He didn't throw it at him, but, you know, you can, you know. And uh, it's just, you don't see any passion with this team. You know, 74 points in the paint, man, that, that's crazy. Alatunas did whatever he wanted. And, you know, KB's got to add a little weight if he really wants to go down there and bang with these bigs, man. And, you know, same thing with Gaff is that they get out muscle. We, time and time again, you know, the MBs just, you know, the Bam Autobios, they, they out-muscle them. Uh, and, again, turnovers, you know, I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse. Turnovers 20, anytime you commit 20, chances are you're not going to win that game. And, again, it's, you know, the Pelicans, they they capitalize off the turnovers, 39 points off turnovers. So they were definitely capitalizing. But um, I think another factor that kind of lost this game was the bench. Look at the bench. I mean, Denny, four points. Taj, four points. Rui, nine points. And uh, he did – I mean, he shot four for 12 in the field and one for three from three. But, I mean, DeLon, four points. Goodwin, four points. So, I mean, the bench the bench hasn't, you know, the bench has stepped up. You know, you're getting very little bench production. And, you know, looking at the starting unit, you know, Monte, I think he had a better game, 13.9 assists. You know, his shot wasn't drop. You know, you, you really do see his shot starting to drop. But Corey Kisper, like you said, Corey Kisper was better tonight. Uh, 17 points, five and 10 for three points. So his three point shot was dropping. Um, Kyle Kuzma, 19 points, eight boards. So he had a better game. Now, you know, I, I think he did have a bad day, but you know, overall his performance, you know, 19 points, eight boards. He did well. Um, KP 23 points, 10 boards and Gav 13 points, four rebounds, but four fouls, you know, again, we saw foul trouble and then his injury to his ankles. So, you know, the starting unit showed it a lot tonight and this, this bench unit, you know, Hey man. You know, and I'm I'm looking at some of y'all, man, and talking about Rui and Denny. I'm just saying, the last couple games they ain't been looking too hot, man. So, but I, but in the defense, you know, ah, man, I think they will bounce back. I like what I see from both Denny and Rui going forward. They had both of them have been kind of cold lately, so it's just again, it's, you got to win these games, man. You got to win these games, you know, especially the Pelicans. I believe what they were third in the third in the West now. You know, this is a contending team. So if you're going to beat anybody, you have to beat teams like this. So, yeah, th those are the biggest factors to me for why they lost this game. Definitely. Yeah, we're going to get a quick word from Price Picks before we recap a little bit more of the game and then get to some of you guys' comments. I know you guys got a lot to say. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is super easy to use. You pick two to six players and you pick their over under. So basically, tonight, this is how Price Picks works. Uh, Jonas Jonas Valanciunas, his over-under is usually like 15 points, I want to say, on prize picks. And, of course, he smashed that. Any big man that plays the Wizards, you want to pick the over on their points. Pick the over on their rebounds. We played Nikola Vucevic from the Bulls uh, on Wednesday night. So uh, whatever his over-under is on points and rebounds, I would just pick the over on that. Any, any big man that plays against the Wizards. So you pick two to six players if they will go score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. 
No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play fa- daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 for promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found... Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free desserts. All right. So there was a clip of Rui having the ball at the top of the key, or I want to say the uh, corner. And uh, I'm sorry, DeLong Wright was on the corner. Rui had the ball. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rui does have tunnel vision, and DeLong Wright was wide open in the corner for a three, and Rui just doesn't even look his way, and DeLong Wright looks, looks pretty upset. What was your thoughts about Rui's game today and just the bench, and what was your thoughts on, on, that, on that play as well? Well, I mean, his frustrations are, you know, what a lot of fans have said about Rui. I mean, look, Rui can score. He's a scorer. But, you know, his defense has not been the best it can be. You know, he has made strides this season as opposed to other years. But, you know, he he definitely gets tunnel vision. You know, he'll get the ball, and I, I guarantee you 95% of the time he's going to try to score and shoot the ball. So, and, and, you know, defenses to capitalize on that. They know that he's a guy who's going to be score first, and they get in his face and they, they force him to make the, the pass the ball. So, you know, I think that you're starting to see frustrations on this team. You know, just like last year when you had a lot of the, the locker room issues, you know, when you start to see people frustrated, you're starting to see frustration on this team, especially when you have overall, the, you know, the team attitude is, you know, I don't really care. You know, <laughs> I'm not really going to put much effort. You know, I'm, I'm mad. You know, you're starting to see signs of issues. And that's kind of not what you want to see, and especially going towards a deadline with, you know, with uh, Kuz's contract uncertainly. You know, KP's contract's kind of up in the air. You know, Rui, what is his place on this team? So this may be real flags, man. You know, you're starting to see frustration on the faces of players. When you, when you see it so blatantly on the court like that, they're warning signs. So, you know, that, that would be my takeaway, you know, from, from a fan perspective. Yeah, you're starting to see a lot of frustration in this team. And it comes down to when this team plays as a team, they win. But when people are playing for contracts and they're playing iso ball, there's a lot of frustration. So. That's what I got out of it. I, you know, you're starting to see a lot of frustrations. And, you know, as far as the locker room or even potential moves at the deadline, now you're going to start seeing a lot of smoke <laughs> as far as the hot stove. So, 
Right. Um, yeah, I mean, last year we saw this happen. And we had a lot of character guys in the locker room, a lot of nicer guys. So last year, if this would have happened, you know, you saw Davies and Danny get into it. You saw KCP, or we heard about KCP and Montrez get into an altercation. So we just have different character guys, you know, guys that are, are less confrontational for sure. So, um, but yeah, Rui has to improve on that. I know that's not a part of his game, passing the ball and playmaking. But this team, you're, they're better when they move the ball. They have to move the ball. And, you know, the narrative that they're better without Bill, like, like I said yesterday, it's, it's, it's not really true because they've been bad with or without him. You know, so they're really not, you know, they're not really showing that they're better with him. At the beginning of the year, you, you can make the case, you, people could, you, know, you can make the case for it, but now they're just not good with or without. And that is unfortunate when your star player, you know, you're still kind of the same with or without him. Um, they definitely could use Bill for sure. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I know he's got to rest. But, yes, Rui does need to improve um, on his vision. And that may just never be a part of his game. And I know Kyle Kuzma said that as well in interviews that, you know, when, when Rui gets the ball, he knows he's not passing it. So and sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it, it can hurt the team for sure. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's all I got from this game. It's a game that the Wizards definitely want to have a short memory on. But um, we can definitely read some comments here and then we'll wrap it up tonight. Uh, we're going to get a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, we got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Where the game starts. Tonight's episode is also brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do and not do taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack the moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes to the sunset. Lord have mercy. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish. Insuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantee. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, uh, get into some comments. Yes. 
<clears throat> minutes for Christopher should be reduced and even a good one in DeLon. They're much better defenders and they also do well with shooting. Um, I do think Goodwin needs more minutes. I do think DeLon needs more minutes. I think Monte Morris played well in the first quarter. Um, and then he kind of cooled off a little bit. <laughs> Excuse me. He did finish the game with 13 and 9. Um, I do want to see Jordan Goodwin and DeLon play more. Kispert's minutes being reduced. He's one of our better shooters on the team. As as you can see tonight, he shot he hit five threes tonight. So it's it's hard to reduce his minutes. I know when Bill gets back, you know, Kispert's minutes will be reduced. Um, so it, it's a tough situation. It is. I, I get it defensively. It depends on it depends on the flow of the game, too. Um, but I do think West should play Goodwin and Delon more. I do think they should play together more. And Goodwin's minutes have been reduced ever since, excuse me, Delon has come back. But I think um, Wes definitely needs to play those guys more because they can, they're better defenders. They can stop penetration. Um, no, nobody was stopping CJ McCollum tonight, but I do think DeLon would do a better job on him. And uh, Jordan Goodwin is as well. Jordan Goodwin, you know, he, he had a tough night against CJ McCollum too. So nobody's really stopping him out there, but they are better defenders. But at, at the same time, you do need shooters. And I think Kispert, uh, he was, he was somewhat hot tonight. So he definitely needed some playing time tonight. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been one of the biggest people to say that DeLon Wright needs a start. I think he needs to be the starting point guard. I don't I don't think Monte Morris is not it. You know, if you look tonight, CJ McCollum ate him up. Ate him up. I mean, CJ McCollum was going hard at him, at the paint. I, I, he was targeting him for that reason because he's not a good defensive point guard. And, you know, I, I get it to go way back to Denver and all that, and that's that's cool, but he's not it. So we need to go ahead and put DeLon in. <laughs> that's just my take on that. It's the thing with Goodwin. Goodwin is a guy that every team should have, you know, an effort. You know, he's diving for loose balls, the attitude, the dog. You know, that's the guy you want on your team. You know, so definitely Goodwin and DeLon, yeah, they need more minutes. And I'm telling you, DeLon needs to start. Because I think DeLon starting would have been, I, I don't know, CJ, CJ's, look, CJ's going to get his, man. But I think overall, you know, I think he could have played CJ a lot better. Uh, Kispert, look, he, he, he responded, man. 17 points, 5 for 10 for 3 points. So Kispert is doing his thing, taking over for Bill while Bill's out. So, yeah, I totally agree, man. That's a good comment. Definitely. Um, we'll probably read one or two more. We do, we're do. still doing a mailbag. We're still doing a mailbag episode tomorrow just to find up some more uh, other questions. Uh, let me see one more. Um, Michael Wilder, he says third quarter with a minute left. We need to default to that flash to the elbow more often. Classic Gonzaga zone break option that works well because we are so flat on offense. Yeah, I thought they did better against zone at times. Uh, Rui did hit hit that mid range shot. It was wide open. Um, so I mean that's his game. He's a really good mid range shooter. He shooter. Um, he loves to put a ball on the floor, one dribble pull up, knock down a mid range, or just come off you know come off a screen or just cut cut to the free throw line. Uh, from the weak side and just knock it down. So that, that is his game. I thought he he did hit a couple of mid-range shots. Um, nine points for him, four for 12 from the field. Not one of his better games. He has been on a tear lately coming back from injury, but he, he's starting to cool off as well. Yeah, really, he, he's had a slow couple of games, but I'm not I'm not concerned. You know, I, I, overall, I like what Rui's done this year. I think he's taking steps forward, especially on the defensive end. And we say it all the time. He's not going to be a 3D guy. He's not going to be a guy who's going to be a stopper on the defensive end, but he makes strides. But he's, you know, I think my biggest issues with Rui is rebounding and boxing out. I, it was very noticeable tonight. He he got outboxed tonight. You know, he got rebounded tonight. And he needs a short – he definitely needs to improve on that. But, no, nah, I'm not I'm not concerned about Rui going forward. I think he's going to respond. Um, Denny, 
again, he, you know, he, he's been playing a little cold, you know, four points, two for six, open two from the three point line. Now we know about his three point shooting. It's not something that you really, you know, his people are kind of telling him, Hey, go ahead, shoot <laughs> by all means shoot. <laughs> so it's just the, the bench has to step up. We, we need Rui and Denny to really step their game up and, and play better going forward because look, Chicago, man, that's, that's not, it's going to be a tough one. You know, we both said that this was a win. And, but what did we, what did we say last time that look, Herbert Jones, Trey Murphy, these support guys, man, they can play some basketball. You know, Jose Alvarado was had a high energy tonight. You know, New, New Orleans, they came out. They wanted this game more. And, you know, I'm looking at the comments, and I think a lot of us agree with this, this the attitude. You know, uh, Fred Fezzo, uh, Fezzo said the huffing and puffing. Exactly. You see it all the time, and you saw these issues last year, is that, you know, the huffing and puffing, you know, the attitude is like, I don't, I, I don't know how many guys really want to be here right now. You know, I mean, you look at the record. You know, if you if you look at the record right now, and if I'm Kuz and KP, the chances of them staying in D.C. are getting shorter and shorter by every loss. And, and you know, both of these guys want to go to teams that are contenders or want to, want to play for a championship, and it's just not it. And then, you know, I'm going to go ahead and step back real quick about, you know, are we better with or without Bill? Does it really matter? I mean, <laughs> either way, we're not playing good bad. You know, yeah. you know, we're not playing good ball either way. So, I mean, it just, it's, it's you know <laughs> – it's like it's like saying, no, oh, is a donut better on this card or not? No, it's a donut, <laughs> man. Like <laughs> we're not good either way. Krispy Kreme versus Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I mean, it's just let's be real. We're not good either way. It's just, it's just <laughs> you have a you have a head coach, man, that his rotations are very questionable. You know, his loyalty to guys from the previous team, a little questionable. All right. You know, he's made strides, but just ain't it right now. Um it's, it seems to me you have a, a this team's a healthy mix of young guys and spare parts that everybody's trying to find their way. And it's a very gray area team where, you know, you have young guys who need to be developed. Look, Denny needs to go to another team because he needs to be developed. He, he With a team that is, you know, we're not developing him right. You know, he, the fact that he worked out with Drew Hanlon and he worked on the shot and still ain't there, we're not developing him right. You know, the, the best case of us developing somebody was Goodwin. Outside of that, <laughs> I mean – so it's just I think that this is this game right here is indicative of this team where we're at. A lot of people don't want to be there. And it's and we're really digging ourselves into a hole. And so that's why I said, man, does it really matter if Bill's here or not? I mean, is he playing or not? By all means, let him rest. Let him get right. Let him get healthy because you know, you very well could see Kuz gone. And I I I don't know what to say to the front, I don't know what to say to the front office, man. You know. Are we really still intent on trying to build around them? I mean, I'm, I know I'm just being a dead horse here, man, but it's just this is a contending team. You know, the Pelicans without Zion and without Brandon Ingram blew us out like it was nothing on our home court. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. You know, it's just without their two best players, nothing against CJ, but you know, he's a little, little older in his career. But Brandon Ingram and Zion are easily the two best players. So it's it's very frustrating, man, because you know. I don't see where we go from here. I don't, I don't. I don't see it, man. This game was just, and the biggest thing that really irked me about this game was not that the fact that we lost, and not that the fact that you know turnover sloppiness. It's just that the care, you know, you don't got you. Most of this team just seem like they don't want to be here. They don't care, and it's just, what are we doing? If we're if we're already at this point where nobody cares, we still trying to build around somebody. So you know that that's my take, man. Mm-hmm. I know I got I, you know I talked a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know just you took them to church. Hey man, I mean that's real talk. It's like I, I want to know like really where we're going, man, because this is 
look at the, these are issues, man. When you got guys that are on the court that are visibly upset with each other, you're starting to have locker room issues. You're really starting to have any. We saw this last season. You know, guys fighting for minutes, guys who feel like because they're vets. You know, Trez been in the game for a while, so he felt like he was deserving a certain amount of minutes as opposed to, um, man, I forgot homeboy, the sh- three-point shooter we traded to Dallas. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't use his name. Yeah, you don't, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a forgettable person. Yeah. Right, man. I'm, but, I mean, you got batons out there boxing people, man. But it's just you're starting <laughs> to see the issues, man. And this is just telling you all you need to know is that this team just – at this group, just this core, just going forward, this is what you got. It's very sloppy play, you know, leadership. I, I thought, you know, Kuz was, he did well with leadership and then he's non existent. You know, you're not showing leadership when you're getting texts. That's not, I mean, it's not a leadership move, man. You know, you, you're doing, you know, you're running over there. Look, man, take the ball, hand it to the ref, man. You didn't have to run over there and throw it in the ref because you just gave them free points. It's just, that's my take, bro. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. Like, like the donut reference. Um, yeah, with their wealth, without Bill, they're they're not a good team. They're not a playing team. They're not a playoff team at this at this point. Um, they're not playing good ball. Um, you know, Denny. You know, offense right now he's shooting twenty eight percent from the three. He's hard to play because you know defenses don't. You know, what, you remember the game against the Lakers? LeBron didn't even step past the free throw line because you know he was like, I'm not going to go out there and guard him. I'm not going to waste my energy. You know trying to defend Denny and and sometimes yeah he can he can really hurt the spacing of, of of the offense. I think he's starting to finish better. Um you know Enon Horn said hello from Israel why Denny obviously not playing what is the difference? Um he did get an opportunity. He started in the beginning of the year. Um he's starting to make layups a little bit better. Uh, but he's just struggling to shoot the ball. You know, working out with Drew Hanlon, I guess it just didn't translate. You know, Eurobasket he played well, but the NBA is just a different kind of game. Um and right now defensively his defense isn't it's okay. It's solid, but you know, SGA, you know, was, was cooking them and, you know, Giannis was cooking them. Those are some of the best guys in the league though. So I'm not, you know, dinging Denny for that, but you know, he's, he's not really, I mean, he's putting effort on the defensive side of the ball, but his offense right now is, it, it just needs a lot of work. Ball handling, dribbling with the left hand, finishing around the rim, shooting from the outside. It's just a lot of improvement areas for him. And, you know, like you said, Brandon, I think going to a team that's in developmental mode, maybe like the magic, um, and even they're playing better ball than us at, at times, you know, maybe, you know, when you look at guys like Franz Wagner, you know, he's getting a chance to develop and he's really, really good. Um, Detroit, maybe he would have a chance to develop, you know, t- teams that are really, really lottery teams at the moment right now. Um, but right now you look at the standings, the wizards right now, we are the sixth worst team in the NBA. So we do have the sixth best lottery odds. I guess that is something that is positive. And then on the other side, um, looking at the standings, we are two games out of the plan with the 12th seed right now. So that's just where we are right now. Um, so, yeah, yep. I mean, <laughs> any other questions that we see? I know there's some other stuff that we see. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I'm, I was going to reiterate on that comment, mm-hmm. man. And, um, you know, I think the teams have fought for Denny, man. Same thing. I mean, they need to go to teams where they can develop, man, and because – when you can't develop a team that's trying to challenge for a play or playoff because, you know, you're throwing these young guys into these minutes where you're expecting them to perform, and it's just a lot of pressure. Yeah, you look look at Danny man. It's a confidence thing. When he's confident, he's a he's a very good player. You know, he he can he he proven that he can defend at an elite level, and he's a shot away. But you know, he's got that athleticism. He can bring the ball up. He's got vision. 
but he, you know, young guys, and it's not just Denny, man. It's not just Rui. It's a lot of young guys is that you you have to nurture them to a certain degree because they're young guys. It's a confidence thing, you know. And when you throw them out there and say, "All right, man, I'm, I need production out here," it's just it's not working. They need to go somewhere. It, look, one or two options: either A, you know, we're intent on trying to build around Bill. Then you need to trade these young guys and try to get proven vets back because mm-hmm. give these guys an opportunity to have an NBA career. Give them an opportunity to go somewhere and, and develop. But if you're going to rebuild, keep the young guys. Really develop them. Give them playing minutes. You know, next couple of years, tank, man. Tank look like crap. And let's play these guys, man. You know what I'm saying? Remember, <laughs> because, that's an evil word to Ted. He doesn't never ever tank. Well, Ted better get used to it, man, because you better buy the Nationals. And the Nationals are hot <laughs> garbage right now. So, I mean, <laughs> let's be real. I'm a Nats fan. But, you know, I'm just keeping it real, man. Like, they, we need an identity. We need to stop this. To stop. You know, and, I, and I, I'm not a hot and cold fan. You know, I'm very happy when we win. But I'm realistic, man. I mean, we're sloppy. We're, this is the second game in a row. We just look like a G League team. Not even that. The go-go could have probably came in there and smacked us around a little bit. I mean, we're just we're not a good team when we. It's just we're. I'm not gonna say that. It's um. I feel like when we do play team basketball, we are a good team. It's just we're very inconsistent, very inconsistent, and that comes with the makeup of the roster. You know, one. You know, the head coach you're known for being a defensive-minded coach, but yet most of the team can't play defense. Two, you got a healthy mix of vets that either a on aspiring contracts or B, you know, are, are, are you know, or they're aging like Taj Gibson. And then C, you have young guys where you, the time needed to develop them. We haven't given that time because we have thrown them into the fire from the get go. Rui started year one. Jenny started year one. You know, we never gave them time to come off the bench and develop these guys, man. We threw them into the fire early on with the, you know, <laughs> so we really got to find an identity, man, because this loss is it. This loss and what we saw on the court, as far as between the players, it tells me a lot. When you see frustrations, when you see the fact that Kyle Kuzma did what he did, that's a telling sign, man, because he's frustrated and he it might be time for him to go. And I just don't see, I like Kuzma, but really signing him to $20, $25 million a year, man, are we really that much better? Hit the button, Ted. <laughs> Hit the button. It's time to tank. Hit the button. So Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I mean, the thing I'll say about Denny and Rue, I'm happy that we threw him in the fire so they could develop because I think the only way you get better is by playing and not sitting on the bench. You look at Johnny right now, he, he does need to be in the G League, but you see guys like for the Thunder, um, trying to think, you know, Giddy. You know, Giddy's playing. Jalen Williams is playing. They're all getting a lot of minutes and they're all playing good ball right now. Um, they're given an opportunity to go out there and make mistakes. Um, so those, those are guys that I, that I look at for development. You look at the other side, Dyson Daniels. He barely played, but he was impactful. You know, he's a rookie for the for the uh, Pelicans. Um, so yeah, you just got sometimes you just got to throw these guys out into the fire. And um, you know, Denny's very inconsistent, like you said. The whole team's inconsistent. You know, Rui will go for twenty five one game, then he'll have nine. Denny will Denny will have ten, and then he'll have four. Um, he's just really struggling to shoot from the three point line. So I know a lot of um, Israel fans, you know, are listening to Washington, but we got to be honest with these guys. Um, how they're playing, and you know, if they're not they're not playing well, there's just a lot of improvement areas in Denny's game. Um, but one thing I will say again is he has improved finishing around the rim. But the three point shooting ha- has to he has to be a threat from there. So, um, but any other questions that we see, we'll probably probably answer them tomorrow. Um, some Daryl Haiti said something about G League guys. I do want to see Quentin Jackson play. They might as well bring him up. Like like you said, if they do go the tank route, I want to see Quentin Jackson play. I want to see Johnny Davis just play. Um, he needs minutes to develop. We got to see what we have in him. 
but this team is they're not gonna take. They're gonna try to get the plan, get to the plan, and we'll see what happens in these in these next couple games in this homestand. Well, right before we leave, I'm gonna say this. Look, attendance shows a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, attendance, if if we if we're not dead last, we we are in the bottom half, man. And you know, attendance shows, you know. If you look at the errors of this team, arenas, you know, we didn't win championships, but we just made the playoffs. John Wall, we made the playoffs. Bradley Bill error. What okay, can what, what can you get out of his error right now? We made the playoffs one time. And we, we I mean, we got sweat, you know, we didn't get sweat. We got a gentleman's sweep, but come on, I mean, what are we doing, man? <laughs> That's just where I'm at, man. It's just like, what are we doing? Like, you know, we me and you say it all the time. Doing the same thing and expecting different results is the very definition of insanity. I'm going to go ahead and leave it there. So, <laughs> so again, appreciate everybody tuning in, man. I know we lost, man, but, look, we can try to get a couple of wins out of this, uh, this homestand. So, definitely appreciate everybody showing up tonight. I know it's getting late, so I definitely appreciate everybody. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game, NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, Wiz Nation, so we are close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, so definitely show some love. Like, subscribe, comment below, hit the notification button so you know every time we put a video out. Definitely check out me and my dude, The Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. We chop it all on game days and off days, too. So, again, appreciate everybody showing up tonight. Man, I'm sorry it's under these circumstances, but, hey, still show love to the Wiz, man. Try to get a couple of wins in this homestand. So I hope everybody has a blessed evening and peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.